big thank you to the sponsors of this week's podcast now where you can watch the last of us with the season one finale streaming next week march 13th and if you haven't seen this season you're going to want to recap because everyone's going to be talking about the finale and calling it now look i happen to have played the game that this season's based on let me tell you this that game has the greatest ending in the history of video games did i stammer so i think they got big shoes to fill and i think they're going to pull it off and i hope they take some liberties along the way i've been really enjoyed when they've differentiated from the game this season so you're going to want to check that out next week streaming from march 13th another thing you're going to want to recap on is succession the fourth and final season is streaming at the end of the month so you're going to want to watch seasons one through three look it's where all the tv the people are talking about that's where you can watch it on now and another thing you want to talk about oscars everyone's talking about the films the oscars well they have um, best picture contenders elvis that just got added there and the film that saved cinema top gun maverick is on there as well so check it out tell him tony sent you and now on with my stuff What's the crack? How you doing? Where's the sun? Hey, to quote Mel Gibson, don't worry, I'm going somewhere with it. Uh, Give me back my sun! Because it's very, you know, it's cold and it's rainy out there. You can probably hear it right now because I'm recording this in my effing car again. I'm never swearing again. I'm never swearing. But um, there's some nice raindrops falling on me. It reminds me of sitting in the pram. You know, you're sitting in the pram, you had a rain cover over you, and it's all blah, 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 blah. you know, the pitter-patter of raindrops, and you're sitting there uh, drinking a two-liter bottle of Coke um, when you're two, at least if you're me, you know, being pushed up and down the the the, the, the wheelchair access in Donamy Shopping Centre. That's a memory that I have, um, and it's linked directly with coziness. And look, maybe you're one of those cool Zoomer millennials who likes to listen to ambient uh, rain sounds. Well, hopefully this is a vibe that you can get behind. Um, but how are you doing? You look great. Do you? <laughs> everyone's, so, everyone's so old. Everyone's looking so old and tired. But I think we need to normalize that. Nor- normalize clap emoji looking clap emoji tired clap emoji. You know, it's mad. All the actors who, you know, have not had any work done. Everyone's like, oh, it looks very tired. Vince Vaughn looks very tired, you know. Um... But and so do I. Look, I have genetic bags. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of like a kangaroo in that I have some genetic bags. I'm kind of a marsupial of the face. Okay, I got bags under my eyes, and unfortunately, my kids have inherited that. They look, <laughs> they look tired. They're beautiful, beautiful creatures, beautiful, stunning uh, kids. But they've inherited daddy's kind of like what the f-? you know, you know that face uh, that you get from waking up. Um, but look, how are you doing? We're in March. Uh, spring had sprung, and then it went away again. Um, and look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm on, I'm in a bit of pain at the moment. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be talking about my testicles all the time. But like, it, this has been like you know, I've had, I've had medical, I've had a medical thing with my testicles, and um, I had to go in to get them. I already told you that I went on the saddest tour I've ever been on in my life of my urethra uh, a few weeks back. Your man was bringing me. The, the urologist was bringing me around um, my prostate there. Uh, all looking good, but didn't still did not want to see. No, thank you. I'd rather not know. Spoiler. I'd rather not know. So then he was like, yeah, that's good and all, but I want to get... <laughs> bitch, 
I want to get even more up close and personal. So I had to go in to get um, a hydro select me, right? And that sounds really fun. That sounds like, you know, you're being picked for like a, a water slide. You know, hydroselectomy, that sounds great. I've been chosen for a hydroselectomy. What's that mean? Going down a water slide? No, it means cutting your fucking bollock open. Okay. No. <laughs> Thank you, you know. Um, so they had to do that shit. And uh, so I went in and, you know, it's all very above board. Everyone's acting very cool, you know. Couldn't eat, uh, but that's fine. You know, I normally have a bit of a fast in the morning anyway because I'm a kind of alpha male, you know, so I was fasting anyway. And um, they put a little guna on me um, and and all that. And they were bringing me around. I tell you what the most difficult part of getting my bollock um, incised upon was, right? They, they I had all my gear and I had like, they gave me like this cool bag that says, you know, hospital belongings to, and I wrote my name on it. It was a cool little bag. Um, real cool font because that's the sort of graphics that I recognize. It was like, look at that cool. Can't wait to show my, uh, my arty wife the cool font from my hospital bag is what I was thinking. And, um, it brought me in, and I put all my belongings in that. And then they took my belongings, and then I had to wait for half an hour with no phone, right? And I was <laughs> I was not, not, like, freaking out, but I kind of felt like a big numpty, like a big gobdaw, just sitting there staring. Do you know what I mean? And, like, that's what people did for millions of years. <laughs> that's what, you know, animals have done for millions of years. Um... But in the last five years, the idea of sitting there not looking at your phone, I feel like an absolute numpty, mate. You know, all the king's horses, all the king's men want to put me back together again. I feel like such a humpty numpty sitting there without a phone. And I was literally sitting there like half an hour away from getting my bollock incised. And um, I was like, where can we just get on with it? Cut me open so I can get to my phone. Isn't that mad? Isn't that addiction? Isn't that addiction? I should be writing an Alan Carr book. Alan Carr, not chatty man, but the other Alan Carr, the non-smoking guy, he was. Um, he says that he realized he had a smoking addiction um, when he was at his daughter's wedding, and he was wanting to like, you know, count down like, what the fuck can we get on with this, please? You know, the ceremony, so he could get have a smoke. You know, and you realize, you know, something's got to give. You know, so I'm sitting there thinking, can you please just cut me with a knife on a on an area that I'm squeamish about? So I can get my phone, you know, when I say I would literally rather my bollock cut open than to not have a phone. I mean, it. Um, and um, and so they did. They had a little uh, they had a little rummage around. Hopefully uh, I don't even know what they were. doing. I don't even know what they were doing. I'm going to be honest, like they were telling me what they were doing. I didn't even know the name of the procedure. I have a lot of faith in people who know about medicine, you know. And they were like, is it the left one or the right one? And I was like, the left one. And I'm like, but if I said the right one, would you cut? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we live in a fairly mollycoddled life, you know? But is there anything to protect me from my own stupidity of saying, it's actually my foot. And then they cut off my foot, you know? How they were cutting off my bollock. But anyway, I woke up from it, right? And um, and the urologist was telling me um, what I need to do to, like, look after it. Like, to look after this wound on my bollock. But, like, he literally, he arrived just as I was waking up from my anesthesia, which was pretty fucking, which was pretty nice. It was pretty nice, right? Um, and so he may as well have been, like, a little, a little unicorn goblin. And he's like, you need to make sure you don't shower for, like, two days. But, like, all I'm seeing is, like, this, you know, rainbow horse talking to me, you know? And I'm like, ha, 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 this is gas, you know? But he's like, you know, don't shower, you know? And, 
and you have to you'll have to have a well supported and if you if you don't have a support on your testicles uh, you'll have to wear tight trousers and I'm like <laughs> anyone else seen this horse you know and then he was gone then he was gone and the nurse was like did they explain everything you need to do and I'm like yeah but like probably at the worst time of my whole life to ever tell me that you know just after uh, waking up from anesthesia um but um but when I woke up my bollocks um were in a cute little bra they were in like a little bra and I kind of I've kind of been wanting a bra. I know Hank or Hank or Frank Costanza uh, already came up with that. You know, the the male bra, the man bra for your testicles. They get gonna get droopy as you get older. I wouldn't mind having a bit more support. That's why I'm always rocking the the Uniqlo Airism boxer shorts, um, because they're breezy and supportive. Not even sponsoring this pot. I, my God, imagine I was getting free boxes from them. Highly recommend. Look, if you're got if you've got boxes now that are not cutting the mustard, you know, um, just I, if you could, if for thirty quid, get some nice supportive on your on your testes um, boxer shorts. I highly recommend it. If I can if I can influence you towards anything, it's better support. Anyway, I woke up and my bollocks were in a little bra, right? And I was still pretty high from the anesthesia. And um, the nurse was like, "So we want to give you another one of these little supports, just in case you know you need to wash the other one." Um, so what size does it say on it, right? And I looked at it, and it said XL. And I couldn't help myself because I was still really high, and I was like, nice. <laughs> right? I said, it says, I said this sentence. I said, oh, it says XL. And then in the same breath, I said, nice. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, but the penis hole's the same. And I was like, what? She was like, just your testicles. <laughs> She's like, just your testicles are XL. And I'm like, you didn't need to, you know what I mean? You didn't need to tell me that. But he's like, you know, the penis hole's the same, you know? If that was small, the penis hole would be the same. Because you kind of it kind of supports your testicles and then your penis drapes over. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry to be telling you all this. But you know, it's the most important thing in my life right now is the recovery of my te- my left nut, my Christy Brown, you know. So um so yeah, I have this little XL bra. And then as well, and then I was thinking, do you know what? I'm still pretty proud to have big you know, XL nuts, you know? Um I'm, you know, I know they're not attractive. <laughs> you know, there's not even there's not even a Pornhub drop down category for nuts. You know, even even the gays, I don't I, I don't know. I'll have to ask them, but I haven't seen. You know, I've hovered over thumbnails on Pornhub and balls. You know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm so then they were like. Um, tried to give me another XL bra, and they were like, I'm sorry, you have the only one. You have the only XL uh, bollock bra in the Beacon Hospital. The Beacon Hospital are currently... There is zero XL bollock bras, because guess who's wearing them? So they had to give me a large... (laughs) How are you doing, though? Are Are you doing any better? You know? And then I went to a wedding there, couldn't shake it like I normally do. Not my specifically Alex, but like my tush or my leg. I'm very good with hip movements, and uh, I had to kind of sit out, sit out the dancing on this one, you know. And they gave me uh, some codeine, codeine. Um, but I, you know, I didn't. I, I'm. This is where I am now. I'm actually just. I'm not top buzzer, top shagger, Tony Cowell anymore. I was not. I had the codeine, and I was like, oh, that doesn't make me feel very nice. It makes me feel a bit away, away with the fairies, which you know, as someone who was spend most of his 20s chasing the fairies. Um, you know, I didn't want to be away with them anymore. 
you know? It was difficult. I was kind of slurring my words and um you know, so I, I didn't take it. So I'm I'm doing it I'm I'm doing just doing it plain old panadol. <laughs> just rocking plain old panadol. Is this any good? Look, if anything, do you know what they said? Do you know what they told me? They said you should you shouldn't go back to work for a week. Did a gig the next day. And I'm this is still within that kind of week span. They said if you have kids, give them to someone else. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, okay. I'll see how that flies with my wife. Um, I'm not supposed to be around the kids. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know? But I tell you, what has been very nice in the recovery is, uh, it's kind of karma. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I had an incision. And I tell you this, it was a big, uh, you know, I thought it was a little keyhole surgery. Oh, my God. It looks like another zip. It looks like another zip, you know, on, like, you zip open your trousers. There's another zip. It's big. It's big. And they shaved, they shaved me. They shaved me within an inch of my life. Um, and weirdly, right? Now this is my left nut is where the thing is. I'm so sorry if you're like listening to this in a car, or like you've got you're you're like you're a fan of this, and you're like, oh, we listen to. I'm actually a big fan of Tony Khan. Would you want to listen to his podcast? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if this is your first podcast. Um, but they shaved me, right? But weirdly, they shaved my my leg, my right leg, my right thigh which is nowhere near my left nut. They shaved my leg. <laughs> they shaved my right leg, and I don't know why. I don't know why they did that. I'll have to ask them when I go back in in a few weeks, but, like, I think it might have been where they were, like, leaning, and they were like, here, while we're fucking shaving this clown, we're shaving, I, don't want, I don't want his hair kind of touching my arm. Makes me feel weird. Shave his leg. Shave his leg, you know? But they shaved my leg, um, which feels nice. I might, you know. Because I'm a hairy guy, so it's noticeable, you know. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on with my with my bollock now. Hopefully, I can get back to my top shagging behavior. No, really, I want to get back into the the running, the running game. You know, remember, I remember the I, I told you they they said that running was not on the cards for me. Running a marathon, they said, Tony, listen, you cannot run a marathon. I was like, Fuck! I dropped down to my knees and screamed like that anti-Trump. Uh, um, you know, supporter or whatever, you know. Now, are you telling me I can't run? Um, so hopefully I can get back into my pipe dream of uh of running a marathon at some point. You know, and I was doing well in the gym for a while, but Jesus, you can't be deadlifting with a with a big old whatever. I'm not talking about this anymore. But on the plus side, I did get sent, and look. Uh, you know, you don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because your boyfriend thinks so too. Okay, um, that was a keyring a friend of mine had, who was exactly the sort of person who would have a keyring like that. Um, and and uh, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. But they did. I PlayStation, the fine, my best friends in PlayStation did send me a, a PSVR, a PSVR, which is virtual reality. So I've been jumping into that and reader. Oh my god. It is absolutely transcendent. It is exactly what you think it could be. Like, I'm coming from no VR. A lot of people have PCs and they have VR rigs, you know. I know I've talked multiple times about living my VR paradise where I'm running through the plains with a bunch of Nalas, maybe a few Nateries thrown in there, right? I haven't sideloaded any of that kind of, you know, weird, weird shit on it or anything like that. I'm exclusively playing the games and... um it's very good. I'm playing Gran Turismo with it, driving around, 
with like a 360 field of view. Like I'm looking around. I can pretty much smell the tarmac. I don't care about cars, but I'm into cars now. Um, it's really like you're looking down. Like and well, it has this amazing thing. It has foveated rendering, I think it's called, which basically because this particular VR headset has eye tracking, meaning it tracks and it's very accurate. It only renders in full, you know, 4K. Well, kind of two 2K, you know. Um, technically, the whole headset is 4K, but it's kind of 2K per eye. Um, it's 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 looking at directly where you're staring, and that's the thing that it renders in the highest definition. So your peripheral vision, which is already blurry, genius move. They just don't they don't render it in the same way. Now, if you're watching what I'm seeing on TV, you'll notice these kind of blurry spots. But to the to the player. You do not recognize that at all. And it's got this 3D sound, and it's got an OLED screen, so they're bright. It's so super bright, and it's got an incredible dynamic range, and I love it. <laughs> and I want to go in there. You know, I'm trying to... I'm trying to like softly, softly catch a monkey when it comes to, you know, Terry. I'm like, look, we can spend time on the couch, and you can be watching whatever you want, and I'll be, you know, driving the Nuremberg. The ding, 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 you know? But I'll have my leg on yours, and that is intimacy in your 30s, you know? Put your leg on me, and I'll put a hand gingerly on it as long as I can still hold the controller, you know? And that's, you know, ha happy fucking anniversary. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? So uh, that's been nice. Uh, it's been really, I've been very impressed with it. Here, here's a, I've learned a bit about cars, right, since playing Gran Turismo. Uh, put racing tires on your car and it's really good right? and and put new brakes on it as well and look this is not an ad for PlayStation but it's a big moment in my life okay and hate me if you want but uh, but I'll tell you this right there's two things that I that I've only now experienced because of VR right a sense of scale is one right how big things are when you actually look up and see something with a big long draw distance. You actually see something like that. The games you can't like. It's it's like it's like it's like when you stare at like a sunset or something like that, and you and you take a picture on your phone. It looks shit. VR is able to actually. You can feel that. You can actually feel it. You can feel the scale. You can feel the size. Another thing is momentum and acceleration. I mean, I played Gran Turismo just on the TV, but the fact that there's like over 450 cars and they all have different attributes you can actually feel it and you can feel the differences to each thing that you do and tweak the car and i tell you it's i hope it catches on i hope it catches on because i'd like to see more video game developers do something interesting in it don't dare ever make a gta that's vr i don't want that don't let me just please please for the sake of my sanity okay i'm a respected man in this community please do not make a vr I don't know if I could come back from that. Because <laughs> I, look, reader, listener, I am a nice guy. But if you can if you can do it in the game, I'll do it. Okay? That's all we'll say. I'm a nice guy. But I also have an insatiable appetite for violence. <laughs> you know? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm a little innocent little simp walking around, okay? But I have an ability to really do some <laughs> damage in a game. And I don't want that to be any more visceral than it currently is. I'd actually prefer all highly violent games go back to like 2D. I need a buffer zone, you know? I remember I was playing Red Dead Redemption one time. 
And I wasn't even thinking. But Terry was watching me play and I was hog-tying a load of, you know, uh, civilians in like a saloon. And then setting the, the saloon on fire. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And for me, it just feels like scratching an itch. <laughs> no, it, well, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like nothing. I'll never think of it again. Never think of it again. But if you can do it in the game, you know. So, Rockstar, um, the video game developers of Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead, please do not ever uh, bring a VR function into your beautiful Leave Island games. You know? Um, so, that's been a lot of fun. That's That's been nice to kind of, you know, sit on the couch. Something else it has, which I really like, is it has a thing called cinematic mode, where if you're just playing like a normal game that isn't VR, you're basically playing it on a fucking massive cinema screen. Like literally you have to creak your neck around to see the corners of this screen. It's incredible. You know? I'm look I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have it. I'm lucky to be on the mailing list of PlayStation, you know? But I'm mad into this shit. Um so that's been nice. Oh, here's a little fitness tip for you, right? It was at my friends, Claire and Jack. They got married. It was at their wedding. It was a lovely, lovely reception. Me and Terry went, brought the baby, brought the newborn. And uh, here's a little fitness tip for you. You know, I'm somewhat of a fitness icon. Um, since getting my, my, uh, my bollock fixed, I'm going to be running a marathon. Um, here's a little tip for you. Uh, don't smoke 35 fags if you want to feel good the next day. Do WNW faux pas, fitness faux pas. One of TC's fitness faux pas would be smoking 35 fags. Um, and what I did is I got one of these little... These dainty little vapes. Now, I don't, I'm, it was, and I'll probably only ever take them for the wedding, you know? I don't like the idea of everyone walking around with these dainty vapes and having a lot of batteries. Is this not the antithesis of sustainability? Is everyone walking around with no batteries that you know they're putting in the bin? Yeah, it says on the bottom, don't put it in the wheelie bin, but come on. Where are we, where are we putting it? Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying you should, you shouldn't, but do you know what I mean? Like, why do we know and now all have a lot of batteries in our pockets? Um, so it doesn't seem very sustainable. But I tell you, going out and sucking on a bit of pink lemonade, you know, they're dangerous. They're dangerous. Um, but I like smoking at weddings. That's the time. That's the one time I smoke, really. Sometimes it can be a bit of a scourge. Other comedians will tell you I'm an absolute little pinch master when it comes to I see somebody like a little Rollies at a gig. Sometimes it can be a little pinch master. But um, but I, t- I highly recommend. No, I don't recommend. I don't recommend. For me, I found sucking on this little pink lemonade dainty little vape and all the tough boys are smoking them as well. I thought they'd be like, you know, you know, some sort of like ambiguously gendered boys would be smoking them and for ladies, you know, because I've got dated ideals about what it is to be a man or a woman, you know. No, I don't, but you know what I mean? I don't have those, but I was raised in a different time. Uh, but you see lads, you know, with, a, with a fades in Canada do goose jackets sucking on these vapes. I saw two tough boys, and I can tell you they were tough because they used their foot to hit the button to cross the road, and they were sucking on a little vape like this. You know that I have, so I I did feel good the next day, and I was happy that my 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 baby as well didn't ha- you know have to handle me you know stinking like a fucking ashtray with a rake load of fags. So and I felt good the next day. So um that's this, this is what's going on in my life <laughs> is you know I've entered the 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 world of virtual reality and vaping, you know. But I'm not going to keep it up. I, I this come on, it's not fucking sustainable. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Everyone walking around with these batteries. Yeah, don't put in the bin. What do I do with it? <laughs> don't have... Stop talking to me. Do you know what I mean? Um, what else? Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. The mighty liver birds. Ga-ga! Vanquishing the red devils. Um, 
Seven, seven goals, man. Yes. And the Egyptian king, Mo Salah, scoring two goals. Didn't see the match. Um, didn't see, didn't see it. But look, great that we. You're not most talking about. You know, most talking about Liverpool. I'm a Liverpool fan through and through, and to see those bloody, see the smile wiped off those devil. The greatest pick, the the, the greatest trick the devils ever pulled was having us believe they were any good. <laughs> the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was having us believe that we thought that they were once a, a, a top flight contender. <laughs> you know me, I don't do the footy stuff. That's the other Cantwell, the very successful, the more successful, uh, Andy Cantwell. Um, but um, but listen, oh, it was so great to see. I came home uh, and I said, Terry, if I didn't have a massive, um, uh, you know, YKK zipper on my bollock, I'd be looking to oh, schmooze you good, give you the spoon of all spoons, you know, give you one of those Jamie Oliver-sized fucking spoons. You ever see Jamie Oliver? I said, yeah, just a teaspoon of olive oil. And he goes, gluck, 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 gluck. Remember the great, probably the greatest days of my life when we just sit there in in the old flat with the lads watching Jamie Oliver. I remember we were watching it, and Jordan was like, "How big are his fucking spoons?" You know. And then, as he said that, it cuts to Jamie, and he's got a massive antique spoon hanging on the wall. And we're like, "Oh, you know, best days of our lives." But um, yeah, I was saying, Terry, Terry, I, I'm going to level with you. The mighty liver birds have put seven away. So we're going to have the spoons of almighty spoons tonight. Get a chipper, whatever. No, look, it was good. Look, I'm not a, I don't like football. I think the real joy just came from actually having something to talk about that was simple for me to understand when it comes to footy. Seven goals is a very simple thing to understand. Liverpool beating Man United by seven goals, you know. Um, But I tell you, you'd still be surprised how quick I'd run out of something to say on that because I didn't even look at who scored the goals. You know what I mean? Honestly. Couldn't be more a fair weather fan. <laughs> Give me the bloody sunblock because, um, you know, I'm a fair weather fan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, oh, I'd see Liverpool getting seven on United and then whatever the next thing someone says, I'm out. I'm out of the conversation. Do you know what I mean? I mean, But at least it's simple enough for me to say. Transfer windows are like, ah. You know what I mean? Don't know what you're talking about there. But with this, it's simple. Oh, man, you see, you see Liverpool. Oh, something else, wasn't it? It was their greatest uh, be- defeat of Man United in Premiership history. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then someone says that, and, you know. And I'm like, oh, did you see Carragher's, you know, respond? I don't know. Did you, see, did you see the way Neville was saying something, you know? I, uh, see Roy Keane's face when Saunas was like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Can, you just, can we just talk about the goals, please? Can we just talk about the fact that there's seven goals, please? I'm out of this conversation now. I'm in the old Aston Martin and I've been fiddling around here with the fucking gear stick and I've accidentally hit the eject button on this chat because I don't know what you're talking about anymore. So um, I like a nice, simple, digestible piece of football trivia and scoring um, scoring seven goals, you know, against Top Shaggers. Um, Man United was whatever. What else is going on? Um, going back to therapy. Going back to therapy. Yeah, I found going for a run. Wasn't on the cards for me to mind my loaf, mind my noggin, you know, go for a run. Get the sea, sea breeze in your lungs. Use your breath work, <laughs> you know. I found, I mean, that's all good. I actually, I, that's, I think that that is what I want. I want some crazy quack. I want some, 
I want some Edo Portal movement coach. I don't know what I want. I just want someone fucking crazy in my life. I actually kind of want a therapist to tell me insane things to do. And for me to be like, okay, no, but like, Jesus, big swing, you know? That's what I think I want. So I'm doing online therapy now. Um, and I kind of want to get in the, dip my toe into the old CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, because I don't really want to analyze that now. I think, I think it is what it is. I don't think, I say everything anyway, like you've heard everything. I don't think there's any eureka breakthrough. I think it's totally documented you know, not totally, but like, I don't think I have anything new to like unravel about my perceptions of how I thought things were when I was a kid and whatever, you know, I don't, I I don't think there's, I don't think there's nothing satisfying at the end of that. You know what I mean? Um, saw Terry Crews talking about kicking the shit out of his dad. And I don't want to do that at all. I love my dad, but you know, he was like, I felt nothing. I beat my dad for 10 hours. He says, kick the shit out of his dad for 10 hours. And he's like, I felt nothing. And I kind of feel like that's me, but not kicking the shit out of my dad, just like talking loads. <laughs> I feel like I won't get on now of it. So I kind of know what I want. And it's to, you know, I suppose have better uh, impulse control when it comes to food. And like like, like with my ball, sitting there with my ball and I have my phone and needed my phone and it was winding me, winding me up. You know, there was a comfort. So give me whatever, my breath work, CBT. Um, whatever, realize the fallacy, mind fallacies or whatever shit, you know? Just let me do all that shit. So um, I'm going to try something like that. Although I already spunked it, mate. I already got some uh, a very nice therapist on the uh, on the blower, on the old Zoom. And, phew, you know, hit her with some, not nothing like, not mad, but like definitely, you know, first impression. It came on very strong. It <laughs> came on very, very strong. And now I kind of don't ever want to see this person again, you know? Not like, there's, again, there's nothing mad to, like, you've heard it all. You've heard it all, you know? So there's nothing mad to unravel. But it's like, do you ever have that where you're at a party when you're 16 and you sit on the stairs with, like, a girl or, or a lad? Like, it doesn't really matter because it's, it's a platonic thing. And you end up, like, spilling your guts to them. And then you kind of should be best mates with them because you've had this real connection. But the next time you see them, it's just a reminder of, of the time you were in a bad mood, <laughs> the time you were in a bad mood and someone says, you all right? You know? And that was the fucking worst thing they could have ever asked, you know? So that's the kind of vibe I'm getting with her now where I don't ever want to really see her again. Um, but I think, I think there's just things, there's habits that need to be reformed, you know? Mental health habits that need to be a bit more reformed. And they feel dif- difficult at first, you know? Because the, the pathways haven't been etched out again, you know? The, the, the sweet little needle of your vinyl player is just not getting into the groove, you know, of the of the of the beautiful music that you have inside. Keep skipping, but you just need to, you know, put some weights on there. You know, calibrate it a little bit better. Just try some other vinyls. <laughs> I don't know if this analogy is working, but um, yeah. But I kind of want someone who's fucking batshit. I kind of want to jump on a Zoom with someone who's wearing like feathers or something like that. John, you know, I I jump on and I'm like, oh, your camera's off, and they turn it on and they're wearing like a blazer that has like feathers on it. And, you know, they have, like, eye paint on. You know, that's the kind of shit that I want, you know? I want them to tell me to burn things, like mementos or some shit. I kind of want a witch. Just kind of want a fucking Burning Man witch. But And I don't think this um, very nice cognitive behavioral therapist is that. But I tried the therapy with someone who was listening, you know? And I was just giving them... I was giving them unadulterated, free-based Tony Catwell podcast live, you know? 100% uh, too hot for TV. Uh, Tony Cantwell, 
in their office, you know. And do you know what? They didn't compliment me enough. And I think I need to tell a therapist that. Can I just tell you this? I'm just going to lay it on the line here. You need to compliment every fucking thing that I say. Okay? It's the only way I'm going to feel like this is worth doing. I want you to make it like, that's brilliant that you told me that. Wow. I, 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 want, I want you having the, your, the eureka moments for me. You know? That's incredible you did that. You know? I need, I, I, you know, especially with the, how much these kind of things cost. So I'm going to be back on that. Keep you posted. Um, might get back into seeing a hypnotist again as well, <laughs> even though it didn't work the last time. You know, I'm a very romantic man. People say romantic Ireland's dead and gone. Um, it's with O'Leary in the grave. But no, it's me trying to get a hypnotist um, to, you know. Or I think I just, I don't know, maybe I just need to hang out with some pickup artists for a while. I don't know what I want. But I want uh, to, uh, yeah, I don't know what I want. I just want, I think, I think, or maybe I need to get back into this, the old stoic philosophy, you know, like that everything is more or less fine, you know, and everything is more or less fine. Um, but I probably don't want to feel like I'd rather cut my ball off than not look at my phone. Do you know what I mean? So if we can rein that shit in, that'd be good. Do you know what's so frustrating though? Is that like medicine and mental health is not like, you know, there's no wave. There's no wave of like, you know, of, of, <laughs> there's no wave of like uh, euphoria or anything that comes with it. It's just like, it gets you back up to fine. You know what I mean? It doesn't get you, you know, like, I, I don't think those Eureka, mo- I think, I think my standard, I think I'm thinking of ayahuasca. And what it really is is just, you know, uh, their therapy, <laughs> you know? I think I'm thinking of like um, uh, going to see the Rapture, uh, the band, taking you know a, a, a legal uh, you know pill uh, from a Charlie's, some legal uh, you know headshot pill, you know. But that doesn't. That's not. That's not going to happen, you know. And I just think think I need to lower my standards. But we'll see. We'll see how I get on. I'm good. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. But I definitely don't want to have the, um, I've got anxiety de- uh, gen- genuinely directing my movements and genuinely interfering with my efficiency at the moment, you know. Um, so get knocked that, knocked that on the fucking head, knocked that on the head, you know. And the thing about mental health is sometimes you kind of compare it to like other people's and you're like, I'm not that bad. <laughs> so I should do nothing, you know. Um, it's the same reason that we all kind of think that no one has a drinking problem because of the culture that we have in Ireland. You know, well, I'm not that bad. You know, you'll never be that bad. Um, but you could still be better. So, um, so I'm gonna have a look at that now. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Um, what else? I don't know actually. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to this pod. Um, I know it's been a bit of a scattered brained one, but um. You know, while I'm on the mend, hope you can appreciate that. And back to the regular scheduled programming next week. If you do like this pod, you want to listen to more of this pod, um, you can do so over on patreon.com forward slash Tony Campbell, where there's a new pod every single Friday. Last Friday's was um, the Tony's 2023, where we celebrated the year 2022. And I had Michael Fry on. I had uh, Peter McGann and Shane Daniel Byrne. That was a live gig. And again, I want to thank everyone that came out for the workmans. There will be more live podcasts coming up in the future. And their early bird tickets go to the patrons. We'll have them do first. And then they get put on general release. But if you want to hear that live episode, that was on Friday. And there's another one coming up on this Friday. So thanks very much for listening to this part.
Thank you again, again to the sponsor of this week's podcast. Now, where from March 13th, you can watch the season finale of The Last of Us. It's going to be a doozy, and I'll talk about that next week. All the best. Bye bye. This is only a wish show.